0: Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday morning March the first edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host Kirk Chamberlain along with your co-host Pastor Dick Chamberlain and uh, our regular Tuesday morning uh, and highly esteemed guest Dr. JB hickson Uh we are really blessed to have him aboard as a member of our team and and we we love these Tuesday morning sessions with him. I think he kind of enjoys them too, Uh, and it's a good thing that you're listening in today because JB's got some real important information that every living, breathing human being on this planet needs to hear and is in desperate need of, and uh, uh, the information he's about to provide is going to be essential to everybody's future, so please listen closely, take notes, and uh, send us your questions afterwards if you if you uh, if you have any. Uh, but not to belabor anything, I want to let him get started because he's got a lot of information to tell us. JB, what is this thing that everybody critically needs?
1: Amen. It's uh, great to be with you, Curtis, and really appreciate the opportunity here. And yeah, as we were talking before uh, the show this week uh, and last week, and kind of thinking about topics. Uh, we came up with the topic of hope. And uh, I can't think of a better subject at a time like this, when uh, wars are breaking out, people are discouraged, the the economy is teetering on the brink. Um, Obviously, there's just so much to be discouraged about. And what the world needs is hope. And uh, so that's a great topic uh, for today. Before we get into it, though, uh, I just want to mention a couple of quick Uh, announcements on the front end. I know you're always good to promote uh, Not By Works Ministries and all of our various uh, avenues of ministry at the end of the program, but I am so excited about our new book that's uh, coming out to March 21st. It's called Spirit of the Antichrist, and it's really been 15 years in the making, Uh, really the last year and a half in earnest is when we decided to, to put this all together. But man, this is chock full of some vital information, a lot of which you and I have talked about uh, over the last year. I remember you and I talked about Dr. David Martin and and all of his uh, incredible research on COVID-19 and really what that's all about. Well, I've got a whole chapter in there, some 40 pages or so that deal with that. And so um, it's, it's, you know, part one of what's going to be a two-part, two-volume series, Spirit of the Antichrist, We deal with everything from vaccines and big pharma to geoengineering and the Hegelian dialectic. And uh, it's uh, really something that I hope uh, folks will get a hold of and and give it out and spread the word. So watch for that. We'll have more to say about that in the coming weeks. But we're inside of three weeks now. It will premiere on March 21st on uh, David Fiorazzo's Stand Up for the Truth show. And uh, we'll have it available to pre-sell probably about a week before that so anyway i wanted to mention that and you know really that's a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today because that book deals with uh, the luciferian conspiracy and all that satan is trying to do to usher in the one world system and because we see that unfolding you know at you know warp speed no pun intended right before our very eyes uh it's caused people to be discouraged and so uh, I think it's a great idea to just spend uh, some time this morning talking about uh, hope. And uh, you sent me some questions. Uh, the first of which is, "What is hope? Uh, what yeah. is hope?" Yeah. And uh, I think it's always good when you're dealing with uh, um, theological terms and principles and trying to uh, understand something through the lens of Scripture that you start out with a definition. Right. And uh, so I looked up hope, and just in an English definition, it just means. Uh, the anticipation or expectancy of some positive future, some positive outcome. Um, The uh, Greek word for hope, if you look it up in a Greek lexicon, means very similar to to anticipate or expect something. Uh, Usually in the context, it's something good. Uh, Sometimes the word hope uh, in the Greek New Testament can refer to uh the anticipation of something uh negative or frightening and, and you know we use it that way too like we'll say boy i hope it doesn't rain or you know i, I hope right. i don't you know lose my job or you know so we, yeah. we we can use it with that nuance but today we want to focus on the positive nuance of, of hope and what is hope it's the expectation of something good but when you come to scripture a hope is more than just experiential and temporal and fleeting. You know, mm-hmm. we, can, we can hope for something good, like, you know, I, I hope my team wins the big game, um, but then, you know what, it, they, they, even if they win the big game, you know, then what, right? Then right after the game, you have this letdown and you think, well, now what do I hope for, you know? Right. right. So temporal hope, worldly hope, uh, human hope, if you want to call it that is uh, from the world system is is not the same as the everlasting hope that we have uh talked about in scripture and i think uh, a good place to start is titus 1 2 where we read in hope of eternal life god who cannot lie promised before time began amen and we're going to talk a lot about the different aspects of hope and so forth but when you boil it all down i think that's what the world needs is hope of something more to life than what you can can see and hear and touch Something more than this physical realm yes
0: yes. Um,
1: like never before we recognize that you know this world is passing away isn't it
0: Uh, it's pretty obvious that it is jb yes
1: yeah i mean and we're watching with this uh war over there in uh ukraine we're watching in real time because of satellite newscasts we're able to, to watch missiles strike buildings and blow things up and we're seeing the world literally pass away before our very eyes and what the bible talks about is an eternal hope a hope of eternal life um, Amen. in fact the bible calls god the god of hope uh, paul said in romans fifteen thirteen. now may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right And uh, you know that's uh, that's I think really what we're talking about is not a fleeting hope that comes and goes, not no. something that we have to conjure up you know within us to say, oh what can I hope for today? you know I uh, hope we have something good for supper or you know I hope I can get this, project done or you know if you're a student i hope i get a good grade on my paper uh those kind of things uh have their place and they're part of life i get that but but we can't just keep reaching for that next hope without an underlying foundational pervasive never-ending hope that guides everything we do
0: that's right that's a steady unwavering hope is what we have
1: Yeah, and that's that's what Paul uh, says there at the end of Romans. He says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, which are kind of cousins of hope, if you want to put them all in the same category, uh, but that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And uh, in Colossians 127, Paul said, to them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. Yes. yes. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, I mean, we're starting to get kind of answer our first question here. What is hope? It seems like it's tied to Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Um, Would
0: you say that Jesus Christ is the nucleus of all hope?
1: I would absolutely what is the nucleus of all hope yeah I forgot to mention that that's really what we're leading up to what's the nucleus of all hope and you know it's it's true he's at the center of it uh you know if you're if you're satisfied with fleeting hope and temporary hope okay that's fine I'm not I want something more than that I've uh, spent a lifetime uh pursuing temporal hope uh wanting to accomplish the next thing um You know, and uh, but it seems like there's always another station ahead. You know, the, yes. you get to one and you think, oh, I've arrived, but then you realize, nope, there's more to come. And so uh, I think the nucleus of all hope is Jesus Christ. Um, uh, you know, uh, in uh, Galatians 5, Paul said, through the Spirit, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Yeah. So there's an already not yet aspect to our hope. When we think about what is hope, we can have that deep sense of contentment and hope now because of Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And of course, I'm speaking to believers. We're going to come in a moment to uh, the, the, how you can get that hope if you don't already have it. Amen. But, uh, but there's that already sense of I have placed my faith in Jesus Christ. Therefore, I have, you know, Christ in me, the hope of glory. But there's also the not yet aspect, which is someday this our faith will be made sight and we will be able to see Jesus face to face. And then we will have perfect righteousness, uh, complete and total in, without any presence of sin. Hallelujah! And what a day that'll be, right?
0: <laughs> oh, man, I can hardly wait.
1: Yeah. So, you know, where does that hope come from? Let's talk about that. You know, I think we understand or I hope we do the The dichotomy I'm presenting here between a worldly hope and a spiritual eternal hope that comes from Christ but what do we mean when we say it comes from Christ how do we how do we get that Um, well let's think of uh, Colossians chapter 1 again verses uh, 3 through 5 we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Now, there's a lot in that, uh, those three verses there. Let me just unpack it. Obviously it starts with the truth of the gospel. Uh, the gospel in Scripture is good news, that's what it means. And what makes it good news is that it provides the solution to man's sin problem, that we are, uh, we owe a debt we could never pay, we are lost and on the road to hell in desperate need of salvation, and God came along through His eternal Son, Jesus Christ, and provided the way. And that's good news. That's great news. That ought to be good news to everybody. And Paul is saying that when these believers at Colossae heard the word of truth of the gospel they had faith in Christ Jesus because of the hope which is laid up for them in heaven mm-hmm. so uh, sadly many people throughout the world go through life on earth uh, just sort of on a wing and a prayer they uh, they aren't sure where they're going to spend eternity when they die and they understand i think every human being understands that life is temporal that you know there's there's going to come a day when they meet their maker. Uh, you know, someone said life's ultimate statistic is the same one out of one dies, you know, for everyone. Um, I think people know that they just don't like to think about it. Mortality is not something we like to dwell on. Uh, but in those moments when they find themselves thinking about their mortality, they end up sort of thinking, well, I hope I'll get in, or I hope I'm good enough, or I hope, you know, I've done enough, you know, um, But that's not the kind of hope that Scripture gives us. Scripture gives us an infallible, perfect hope that's guaranteed. We don't have to hope. hope. Yes, we can be confident Uh, in Peter. uh, First Peter put it this way. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope. Yes, of Jesus Christ to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you yeah. who are kept by the power of God through faith for that salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't say it any stronger than that.
0: No, you can't.
1: I mean, God, God is saying this is guaranteed. We've been begotten born again is the way Jesus describes it in his uh conversation at night with the uh, Nicodemus uh, we've been born uh, if by faith you've trusted in Jesus Christ yes. in that instant in that moment when you placed your faith in Jesus you were begotten to a living hope that can never fade away that is incorruptible and undefiled reserved in heaven uh, so it comes for does hope come from it comes from Jesus Christ and you know he purchased our eternal life with, when He defeated death, hell, and the grave uh, by rising from the dead, and He offers that life, that hope, freely to anyone uh, who will trust uh, in Him.
0: Amen. Yes.
1: So, you know, the next uh, question that you kind of uh, sketched out here as we were dialoguing in advance of this show is, uh, is there anyone, you know, or or any Place without hope.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You've heard it before. Uh, people sometimes will say, "Well, there is no hope, you know, for me," or "There is no hope for that place. It, it's it's going down the tubes." Yeah, uh, yeah. or I've lost hope. I've so lost all hope. Yeah.
1: I've got no hope exactly, and that's because in those situations, those people are connecting their hope with their circumstance, their experience. Right, And uh, I got to tell you, you know, it's it's precisely when you come to the point and realize that in and of yourself and in and of this world, you don't have hope. Right. That's when mercy comes running. And you yeah. at that point to just recognize there's a greater hope that yeah. I've been yeah. missing yeah. out yeah. on. Yeah.
0: So sure. there,
1: there absolutely is a place with no hope, but you don't have to dwell there. Uh, you yeah. don't have to be there. Uh, right. You know, uh, Paul describes the life of an unbeliever when he says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, at that time, that is prior to faith in Christ, at that time you were without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. That's right. But he goes on to say, but Now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Amen. Now he's talking there about the distinction between Jew and Gentile and how both Gentiles and Jews alike in Christ can now have access to the living God. But uh, the reality is that anyone, Jew or Gentile, who hasn't placed his or her faith in Jesus Christ is, as Paul said, a far off, uh, separated from God. And has no hope, has no hope. So, I guess biblically speaking, there's really only one kind of hope. You know, it, the true hope uh, only comes through Jesus Christ. And if you haven't trusted in Christ and Him alone for salvation, then you may think you have hope, but what you have is fake hope. It's it's an impostor, and Uh, what when we talk about people who really get down in the dumps and really are at you know rock bottom and they come to the point where they say you know boy i have no hope or there's no hope for me all those things we mentioned a moment ago that's because they're actually having a moment of clarity in their situation and they're realizing that in this earth there is no hope and that's precisely the place everyone has to come to before they can recognize uh there's a savior and trace trust in him alone for salvation in other words if you're still hanging on to some human aspect of your own worthiness your own self righteousness your own ability to to pull yourself out of whatever predicament you're in if you're if, if it's you know 90 percent trusting in christ and 10 percent trusting in me or myself that's not that's not true faith faith right. is absolute faith in jesus christ alone yes. and so it's interesting when we talk about is there anyone or any place without hope you know when i read that i'm thinking yeah that's true for all of us before we trust christ and before, we've, got yeah. to, we've got to come to that realization that we that's have right. no hope so that's right. uh so there's fake hope and real hope but before you can have the real hope, you've got to recognize there's no hope. That's <laughs> I mean, right. That's the, if you're still hanging on to fake hope, uh, then you can't accept the real hope. That's the bottom that's, line. That's correct. So, um, another reference that comes to mind when we talk about those who, who have no hope, who have no real hope, uh, Paul makes a passing comment in 1 Thessalonians 4 in that great passage about the rapture. When he, he, say, he introduces it by saying, I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren concerning those who have fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others, others have, no, have hope. no hope yeah yeah so clearly there is a category of people we've read it twice now uh, having no hope ephesians 2:12, first thessalonians four thirteen. have no hope there's a category of people who don't have hope not true hope and uh so yeah it's uh it's a it's a uh, horrifying place to be and yet it's it's darkest right before dawn. And That's when right. you come to that place where nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling, it's right then that hope sweeps in. Amen. Here I am. Uh, you can have it. And, uh, and so, you know, if I can comment a little bit further about that, the thing that people need to realize is even after you become a Christian, after you've pr- trusted in Jesus Christ and him alone as the only one who could give you hope, the old man inside of us rears its head now and then and we find ourselves thinking like the world and so uh there it is it is a reality that even believers even christians sometimes yes. because they are being held captive by the world's philosophy can feel like they're at rock bottom and, and have no hope and you know right. depression uh, and and we think of uh paul i'm sorry of david in. uh Psalm 13 I'm going to pull that up here it just comes to my mind when David who of course is a believer at this point when he's writing this psalm under the inspiration of the spirit but in Psalm 13 he's he starts out uh, articulating a perspective that's worldly in which he feels like there's no hope but listen right. to what he says how long O lord will you forget me forever how long will you hide your face from me how long shall i take counsel in my soul having sorrow in my heart daily how long will my enemy be exalted over me i mean Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound like a person who's really locked into the hope that we have in the lord Um, and sometimes you know believers get there Uh, but the fact is we don't have to you know we we have uh and paul and by and by the way david goes on in that passage to kind of rise up and and, re, and look to the lord and recognize he says you know yet i will trust in your mercy my heart shall rejoice in your salvation so i will right. sing for the lord so right. so you know it's okay i guess or it's, at least it's a reality for believers at some point to to wonder uh when they're facing difficult circumstances, but you can't camp out there. You can't dwell there because uh, we need to quickly run to the hope that we have uh, in Christ. Um,
0: Amen. Yes.
1: And, you know, so Jesus really is the nucleus of all hope and that means he's the nucleus of all hope both initially when we first are able to uh, take hold of real hope because we become a christian and we're born again to a living hope he's the nucleus of hope as we live our christian lives and abide in him that's right and he's also the nucleus of our hope when we die and we our faith becomes sight and we get the full realization of the hope that we've been uh, counting on all along and so Amen. you know that's uh, there are three different aspects to this past present and future and the Bible, you know, speaks to all of that. Um, you know, he is, as I mentioned earlier in 1 Timothy 1, he is the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. And, you know, it starts with him. We trust in him. We're begotten to a living hope. But then we also live by hope. Romans 8 is a, is a fantastic uh, passage that really
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: beautifully describes the present reality of the future certainty that we have in christ and let me read this passage uh, such a comforting passage Um, for i consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of god (laughs) for the creation was subjected to futility not willingly but because of him who subjected it in hope because the creation itself also will be delivered from yes. the bondage of corruption, the curse of <laughs> sin, in other words, into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Let me just interject. Uh, do you realize that all of creation has hope?
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> the roses have hope that their thorns are going to fall off someday. Yes. The poison ivy has hope that it's no longer going to be poisonous. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, the clouds have uh, hope that, One day the the government's not going to be spraying, you know, all kinds of nanoparticles of heavy metals like barium and strontium and aluminum and and just poisoning the air. Um, you know, the grass and the forests have hope that they're not gonna be, you know, burned someday. Now, of course, we know that this earth sold under sin is going to be destroyed, but a better day is coming when God recreates this world in sinless
0: perspective. Uh,
1: So the curse of sin is universal it's not just about mankind but back to romans eight we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now not only that but we also who have the first fruits of the spirit yes we're born again remember uh what we what we said uh you know earlier that uh, we we get hope through the power of the Holy Spirit who indwells us the moment we trust Christ, Romans 15, 13. But he says, we who are the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, surely yes. waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Now here yes. we go. For we were saved in this hope, but <laughs> hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? That's but right hope for what we do not see we eagerly wait for it with perseverance yes. so There's that present tense ongoing hope so so we've got the, the once for all hope that we can stand on rest in grab hold of recognize that it, it's an incorruptible will never fade away but we've got to get from point a to, to heaven <laughs> And yeah, yeah, usually right. that involves a, a long life of ups and downs and trials and tribulations and, yes. difficulties and heartaches and joys and pleasures. Uh, and along the way, you know, we need to recognize that our hope is something we eagerly wait for with perseverance. Amen. I love the way Paul said, hope that is seen is not hope uh, that that's what I was talking about earlier when I talked about yeah. fake hope, because, you know, the world thinks hope is some tangible commodity that we really want and desire so right. we set our hope on that yeah. and then we get it and usually it's not nearly as exciting as we thought it was going to be whatever it is
0: and we have uh, to set so our sights on another hope
1: yeah exactly so now that we have to set our sight on another hope <laughs> like, sounds
0: like a hamster wheel
1: yeah exactly it's like a hamster wheel very good analogy and so uh that's where most christians are they're just spinning their wheels from temporal hope to temporal hope and we need to to arrive at the settled place where we recognize who we are in christ he's our hope of glory Amen. and uh, and then recognize that we need to persevere so that we can experience the fullness of that hope i mean that's the exciting thing as great as that hope is now recognizing that we've been forgiven for our sins we have the gift of eternal life we have unlimited access to God in heaven. All the blessings that come with uh, being a Christian, that, that can't hold a candle to what it's going to be like when we see him face to face.
0: Amen. That's right. Um, that's right. So Isn't that exciting?
1: It really is. I mean, that, that's uh, what it all comes down to. I'm reminded of 1 John chapter 3. Um, Amen. Now we are children of God, yet it has not been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope purifies himself.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, you just got Pastor Dick dancing in the that, aisle. That was yeah. the end of my book. <laughs> that verse in my book but...
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a key passage on hope. And in other words, what that's saying is that one of the motivating factors for living a godly, righteous lifestyle, for walking in the spirit and catering to the spirit within us and not the flesh, is this hope of what lies ahead
0: you know that should that's our that should be our believers response to hope
1: yeah that's good that's right that is the response that's the benefit of hope see when you wallow around in depression and discouragement and fleeting temporal worldly hope then you know it it's it's going to be a defeated attitude you're going to constantly be struggling with the sins of the flesh but when we walk in the spirit and not after the flesh when we walk by faith and not by sight second corinthians 5 7 uh, then uh we are able to purify ourselves and, and and be confident Amen. Um, so you know uh jesus is the nucleus of all hope um and uh in, in hebrews 6 this was a a key verse in a church that i was a part of uh years ago and uh and it was from hebrews 6 i think it's 19 uh where or 18 yes. to 19 where he talks about how we have fled yeah. for refuge to lay hold of the hope that is set before us and this hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast yeah. which enters the presence behind the veil yeah I mean, when your hope is a jesus what more do you need I
0: mean, amen
1: this guy's stared death in the face and and laughed at it and defeated it <laughs> yeah, you know that's right it's kind of like when i think about the luciferian conspiracy which that we just finished this book about you know psalm 2 says god laughs when he sees the leaders of the world conspiring together to usher in a one world satanic system he just sit back sits back and laughs and uh so we you know, we understand that our hope is unique um Yes. Yes, it is. You know, Peter said we should always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks us a reason for the hope that is in us.
0: That's right. You know?
1: So when when people see something different in you and uh, they ask about it, you know, you don't want to say, oh, well, I, I'm pretty confident because uh, I have lots of money or I am pretty confident and, and, and happy and content because uh, I'm, I'm healthy or I'm pretty, you know, confident because i um, You know, I have a big house. See, none of that matters. And people will see right through that because Mm -hmm. no matter what you say, they're going to say either, well, I don't. So what does that mean for me? Or they might say, well, I recognize that. Yeah, you have that. Maybe I do too. But I also know it can be taken away like that.
0: Yeah. Just ask
1: those people in Ukraine, you know, one minute they're going through the motions of life. Uh, living in their house, maybe reading a story to their grandchildren in their living room. The next minute, the the, the, the fathers are putting on war, uh, uh, military gear to go fight in a war, and the m- women and children are fleeing for their lives, leaving everything behind. Yeah. So uh, you cannot put your hope in earthly things. That's right. And, you know, why do some people feel like they have no hope? Well, they've never trusted in Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, for their eternal life they have no hope as we started out talking about and even believers like we said some of them who have the wrong focus and therefore feel like they have no hope it's because they've never rest they're not resting their hope on christ the one who saved them yeah uh, uh, peter yeah. said in first peter 1 13 gird up the loins of your mind be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace of that is to be brought to you at the revelation of jesus christ amen in other words the same god who saved you through christ can't sustain you through christ make sure you hope in him
0: that's right
1: and then the that's last right. thing yeah. that the hebrews
0: uh, hebrews if you don't mind my interjecting yeah, another yeah. verse here hebrews seven nineteen. for the law made nothing perfect but the bringing in of a better hope did by the which we draw nigh unto God.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, when we say, you know, can someone be without hope and maybe not realize it? Yeah, because their hearts and minds are blinded. Second Corinthians 4, 4. They've been blinded to the hope of the gospel, the glory of the gospel. Uh, and so people need to, you know, first of all, wake up and recognize yeah. that, Um, they may be content right now. And I think a lot of people are in that place. They've, they've arrived at a place of worldly success or contentment, but, uh, it's far better to recognize that you, you really need true hope, uh, on your own before you find all that taken away and you're driven to a, to rock bottom so that you have no place else to go, but up and uh, so you know god will bring you there i mean god will god's always out there uh, seeking uh you know jesus comes to seek and to save that which is lost uh the spirit of god is drawing people to christ but there's a whole category of people who turn a deaf ear stiffen their necks and yes. say i'm good as i am and right. i implore you if you're listening to this and that's you see through the facade of the world's hope and recognize that true hope can only come through jesus christ
0: amen amen to that jb wow listen i i don't know how i could even build on anything that he said that says it all yep that says it all without without christ he may not be finished you have no hope yeah he may not be finished or you're not are you (laughs)
1: yeah no I'm, i've i got a lot of work left the lord's got a lot of work left on me for sure
0: yeah, me me too jb me, me me too but uh wow uh that what a beautiful message you know and and so needed i mean it's really needed especially right now uh, you know pastor dick wrote a booklet on hope and i told him i said you know when when we do this podcast this morning I want you to have that booklet up here because he's got a couple things he probably wants to add. Uh, <laughs> I wish you would. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Me, add Dr. J.B. Ixon? <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, oh I tell God. you what,
1: um, if that book is available in digital form, you should send it to me. And if any of our Not By Works listeners uh, listen to this and want a copy of it they can email me and i'll forward it to them and if, if you'd be okay with that
0: well we we do have it available in digital format on our website also we... what what say at the scripture.com okay
1: yeah oh there you go so yeah i'll just forward them to that yeah yeah
0: oh, oh, oh i i alliterated this is that all right
1: i would expect nothing less from the great <laughs> Dick Chamberlain. So, uh, so yeah, say that website again, what say the scriptures.com. scriptures yes. or scripture.
0: I think it's what says the scripture.com. That's the, that's the title of the, that's, that's the web address. What, what says, says the scripture.com.
1: Perfect. Yep. That's great. Well, people can go to that and get all kinds of great, uh, great resources.
0: Absolutely. So pastor, what were you getting ready to say? Um, nothing I. oh you said you alliterated something oh i said i just i was just telling him that my book i alliterated it he said that's yes yeah yes. he was he was shocked <laughs> yeah i'm sure he yeah. was <laughs> okay all right listen i i thank you for for this for this hour again jb this morning thank you so much and uh we we are always very appreciative appreciative of your time that you're able to to make for us and, and, uh, and for our listeners. So thank you so much, brother. And, uh, I'd like to remind all of our listeners, uh, that if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, for the last hour, and I'm sure you did, uh, you can also get a whole heck of a lot more of it. If you'll just go to not by works not by and you can get, uh, you can live stream Uh, JB's live sermons from his uh, Church Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, Colorado, uh, at, I believe, at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Central Time. Mountain Time. Mountain Time. Mountain Time. That's right. And also on Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So uh, be there and uh, you'll get uh, a, a healthy dose of more of what you just heard. I love to hear him speak, and I know you do, too. Uh, be sure. Go to notbyworks.org and live stream him. You'll love it.
1: Thank you, guys. Man, it was great to be with you today, and um, I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better, Curtis, and look forward to uh, uh, to next week. And, and I hope you'll send me a topic for next week.
0: Oh, oh he's, he's <laughs> hoping. There he goes hoping again. Yeah, that's earthly
1: hope, Yeah. <laughs>
0: You won't have to hope long, brother. I'll I'll, 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 shoot you a couple ideas, man. No problem. Right. You, you, you know, I love uh, talking and collaborating with you about these things. It, it's a blessing to my soul, man. So thank you so much. And listen, I want you to also um, uh, learn our listeners also remember to be with us this coming Saturday morning for pastor Dick's segment. Um, I got an idea, an inclination, an inkling of what he's going to be talking about, but I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. Uh, I'll let him surprise you. I'll, but, give you. I'll give you the title. Oh, you're giving the title already? Yeah, Drink what a, the Water. Drink the Water. Yep. Yeah. Okay, now this is different from than Drink the Kool-Aid, <laughs> right stop it okay so it's
1: also different from my expose about my trip to mexico which is called don't drink the water
0: don't drink the water <laughs> i'm not even gonna go there oh boy i'm not and i mean it i'm not gonna go there i'm not going to mexico uh, i've been there once and so don't want to don't want to do it again anyway uh <laughs> but but we do have mexican listeners by the way and 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 uh, we are blessed and thankful for them so uh, thank you mexico for listening in we hope we hope you'll continue to do so uh so be with us saturday morning for pastor dick and also saturday evening or sunday morning depending on scheduling for a segment on proverbs with lucas doremus listen you can't get a lineup like this anywhere else ladies and gentlemen we, we, we know you enjoy it, and we uh, we pray that you'll continue to tune in each and every time. So until then, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until Saturday morning with Pastor Dick, and uh, until then, may the Lord bless and keep you, and uh, we praise the Lord for you, and we we are praying for our listeners always, and we pray that you'll be praying for us, too. Uh, we we, need, we need, need and earnestly covet your, your prayers also. So thank you for being with us, and we'll see you Saturday morning.